welcome to Docupied, a podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as Doc Pay. And this week, since the fall season is nearing the end, I figured what better time to talk about summer. I realized I never did an episode talking about the uh, summer season after it finished, so let's chat about summer season. I'm honestly not surprised I didn't remember to talk about it because it was basically a season full of sequels, adaptations, and really, to me, just like not a season I got a lot from. (laughs) Um, Doesn't mean I didn't enjoy some of the things that aired, but it was overall a light season with like not a ton that I was super into. But anyway, since this is my podcast and I talk about kind of random things. The last time when I did uh, the spring recap, I made up some random categories. And so this time I'm going to do the same thing. And no, it's not going to be the same ones. Or maybe it will. I don't know. I don't remember what I talked about. So anyway, yeah, like I said, this season was really broken up into sequels and adaptations or sequel seasons of adaptations. Uh, it, It just... Yeah, like nothing really stood out too much to me personally. Uh, but anyway, so let's let's jump into it. And we'll start off with the sequel adaptation uh, grouping. Or at least, so I guess I should preface this again with I'm really only going to talk about things that I watched. And then at the end, I may go over or I may talk about some of the things I didn't watch that I intend to or that I don't. But that's the context for this. This is just my impressions looking over the list of shows from the season. And so it's incredibly subjective, um, as everything I talk about is basically. Uh, But I try and provide you enough context to understand maybe why I fall where I do on some of these things. So, sequel adaptations. For me, the two big ones that I ended up watching and and continuing to enjoy were My Next Life as a Villainess, uh, a.k.a. Baccarina. I did think this volume in the light novel, like the material it covered from the light novel was a bit weaker and it was kind of an unfortunately like another kidnapping plot. Um, But on the other hand, I think I probably talked about this in the light novel episode, uh, but it does set up, it, it does actually set up some additional stuff within the world for Katarina to deal with like post clearing the story story content of the first game essentially so once she got through the graduation event like the original premise was finished uh, and so the light novel definitely stumbled a little trying to re-establish you know a reason for it to continue and I think they did a decent enough job at that and then we get a teaser at the end of uh, the sequel game that will take place in the uh, department of magic or I forget what it's called but And so the series has managed to strike up like a new and interesting plot arc via the there being a sequel game that Katarina now has to figure out how to, well, navigate, but she'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, my next life is villainous. There was a few, there were a few um, like original content episodes or parts of episodes. And I think they did a good job mixing those in with actual plot and story. The adaptation was good. Uh, It's a good show and it does a good job telling the story from the light novels. And so I 
enjoyed it just as much as the first season minus you know a few minus points for the like the repeat plot threads a little bit but whatever it was still fun and then the other kind of big one for me again was that time i got reincarnated as a slime i love the light novel series for this and i enjoy the anime for what it is i don't put too much weight or stock or thought into it and it's well enough done and there's some standout moments from the show that make it worth watching it's not a bad adaptation and so i enjoy watching it still and the second season had well the second part of the second season i guess uh kicked off some cool plot stuff that i've been waiting to see overall it was a cool season i mean if if you've gotten this far in the show you probably enjoy it so you don't need me to sell you on part two of season two but slime is a is a good series and as a matter of fact just yesterday the day before yesterday the day before one of those uh the latest volume volume 12 was delivered and so i'm about halfway through that right now i started reading it last night and some big old stuff got wrapped up in the previous volume or occurred so i'm pretty excited to see where they go from here i won't say anything about it though because that's like way ahead of the anime <laughs> And then there's kind of an adjacent to this category, um, which is the honor student at Magic High School. So it's an adaptation of a spinoff. But realistically, no one watched the honor student at Magic High School without having watched the original show. And the way that they frame it and run through some of the events, they expect the audience, they clearly expect the audience to know the original show and plot. So in that regard, it's it's kind of in that vein too. Um, the concept of the show was interesting. I like, and it's I think it's based on a manga spinoff, um, which I have not read. But the concept is that it focuses on Miyuki's side of things and some of the other girls in the show. You know, Miyuki in this case would be the honor student versus the irregular who is Tatsuya. But anyway, so it's Miyuki focused and you get to see more like things more from her side and angle throughout the plot of essentially just the first season um or rather through the like school competition arc and so certain like moments and plot bits are expanded on from the original whereas others are very much glossed over because Miyuki wasn't really involved and overall i mean it's not a good standalone like don't watch this if you aren't familiar with the original and even if you have watched the original, it, it gives you some additional, like, expansion on certain things, and it kind of runs wild with a bit of it. I do not believe it's, strictly speaking, meant to be fully, like, canon. Not that that really matters, I guess, if you enjoy it, but the, some of the events are definitely reimagined a little bit to either more involve some of the girls or Miyuki or just like flesh out their side of it. And that's fine. I thought the show was okay. It definitely isn't as strong as the original series that it's based on, obviously, or not the manga, but like the regular, I mean. So as someone who really, really likes the regular, it was completely worth watching. But if you're on the fence or kind of whatever about the original show, then this isn't going to necessarily sell you on it any further I don't think and the visuals were kind of just okay to sometimes they were like not so great next up we have the weird sports show <laughs> um 
that I watched kind of on a whim. So we're going to call this one the, yeah, like the weird sports show. And it's not that the sport is weird. It's that the plot is weird for a sports show and it's remain. The basic premise is that our main character loses like three years worth of his memory, which is essentially all the time that he spent practicing and learning and playing uh, water polo. So the, the focus of the show is water polo. And he basically reverts back to being a beginner at the start of his, like after an accident. And so his, his body has obviously atrophied a bit from recovering and not being able to exercise and whatnot. But he's also suddenly mentally like three years younger. And then he's starting high school and joins a club. And it's not, it's not what I expected from a sports show. Uh, I mean, that's one way to make your protagonist start off as a beginner to teach the audience the rules. Um, I thought the show had some endearing, charming moments, but it was overall kind of just weird. <laughs> uh, like the memory loss plotline was just an odd thing to put in the sports show. So, I mean, it was okay, but I would say there are certain sports shows that if you love the sport, you'd be really into it. And then there are certain shows that are the sport is more like in the background of the plot and remain is kind of in the middle. It definitely spends quite a bit of time on this like lost memory plot line and they don't really play too much water polo. They practice it a few times and they, I think in the course of the show only play like three games, but there's lots of practicing, but again, it's, yeah, it's an odd choice. So there you go. Weird sports show. The next show is something that just wasn't on my radar. So it's a like the surprise show that I enjoyed, which is The Dungeon of Black Company. I know it's based on a manga that I have not read. And I just really ended up enjoying the characters and the the humor, the way that the story progressed, the world. I just thought it was funny. Um, our main character, Kinji, is basically a piece of shit in the same way that like Kazuma from Konosuba is. And so it has some overlapping humor or style of humor to like Konosuba, but with also an additional like very eccentric, eclectic cast of characters that they join up with um, in a world that is essentially, I guess it's technically an isekai. Um, it's not technically, I guess it is an isekai. <laughs> Uh, but in this world that it's basically run by this like black company that severely overworks and indoctrinates and brainwashes all of its employees into like being corporate slaves working in the dungeon for them. And I don't mean that like theoretically or, or like philosophically. I mean like literally they turn them into like literal brainwashed corporate slaves. Uh, so there's quite a bit of that kind of humor in here as well. And it just hit right for me. <laughs> uh, watching it. So I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I might seek out the manga. We'll see. But I thought the, the show was fun. And then next up, we've got the new adaptations of things I was already familiar with. So we've got a light novel, which is How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. And then the manga, which is The Great Jahi Will Not Be Defeated. Two series that I've already familiar with and have read. Uh, I talked about Realist Hero already, and I'll probably talk about Jahi once the series finishes 
uh, airing, so I can also talk about the original manga. Uh, but anyway, these two were ones I expected and enjoy the originals of. And overall, um, I think The Great Jahi's probably the better adaptation. Uh, the show is fun, and it makes a good like use of the actual original material. I think they've got some of the comedic timing down pretty well. Uh, and then Realist Hero, I didn't have high expectations for the adaptation going in, and that's largely because the series is very much about politics and economics and, and policy and talking heads and characters and meetings and plans. And there, there is some action here and there. Not that I'm saying a show can't be good without action, but what I mean is that I felt like the anime was going to have a hard time portraying what was so interesting about the story and the characters. And the animation was definitely lacking. Um, and then a good deal of the like plot and exploration was condensed quite a bit. Light novel, I mean, this is the universal problem for light novel adaptations. They're generally condensed in such a way that is hard for an original source reader to to deal with, I guess. So I'm, you know, I enjoyed the show, and I I think they were able to do a decent enough job at making the plot through the um, war with Amidonia interesting but without the context of what was going like the light novel the additional context of it i'm honestly not sure how anyone who hasn't read it would take the events so yeah i don't know i don't know if this is one that like stands well enough as an adaptation or not i guess we'll see when the uh second half of the season airs what kind of uh like how many people continue to watch that kind of thing I mean, I still really enjoyed the light novel series, but, you know, just my expectations aren't super high for the anime. And then I think the last one I'll talk about is my comfy trash show of the season, and that would be the Cheat Pharmacist's Slow Life, Making a Drugstore in Another World. Yeah, I mean, it's another kind of cash-in isekai light novel adaptation that was definitely, like, not a great show. But I did enjoy it. It was comfy. The characters were endearing or and cute and just overall decently fun to just kind of watch do their thing. It was very low stakes, not a lot of investment involved, like mentally, <laughs> to watch this. And so not something I would have seeked out after the fact, but watching it once a week was decent enough. You got to just see the cute char- like some of the cute characters do cute things and yeah, it wasn't too bad. Again, it's probably not one I'd recommend like watching now that it's over, but watching it week to week was a, was enough of a like fun comfy thing that I enjoyed it still. I have I am not familiar with the original source, so I can't really speak to how good of an adaptation is. Um probably not very good. Uh but the source is probably not very good by it like in itself, whereas I do think something like Realist Hero has a pretty like decently strong source material overall, especially as it builds on itself. I didn't get that feeling from Cheat Pharmacist, where it seems like maybe the adaptation was kind of right up its alley of how it felt. So it was kind of like a eh isekai that's just kind of comfy and not a whole lot else to it. But that's fine. Sometimes it's what you need. 
But yeah, like I said, not a big season, um, especially for me. There are a couple shows that uh, I do want to go back and watch, namely the second season of Magia Record. I enjoyed the first season and, and I like Madoka overall. There was some kind of like weird streaming delay on like funny for the second season. So I just like didn't get around to starting it. I don't know. Weird excuse. I just, I want to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. And then there's Love Live Superstar, which I've actually heard is quite a good, like new invent, like version of Love Live. And I love, I really have always enjoyed Love Live. I just didn't start that one. So I want to get back to that. And then I'm on the fence on whether or not I feel like watching Sunny Boy. If you really liked it or you feel really strongly about it, shoot me a message on Twitter or something. I'm curious to know. I've heard, I don't know, lots of mixed things overall. Uh, It seems like it might be worth a watch. And then the PA Works show that I'll probably get around to watching maybe once it finishes. It's it's finishing this season. Um, Aquatope of White Sand. I love PA Works stuff. I feel like they do a good, a nice job of like comedy drama, slice of life type stories. And this is another one of their like new original stories. So I'll probably jump on that at some point. But yeah, that's, uh, I think that's pretty much everything um, that I wanted to talk about from the summer season. Like I said, kind of slim for me. There's a couple shows that I know other people really enjoyed, but just like weren't my cup of tea or shows I didn't finish the first seasons of or just like you know it happens but overall it was like not a huge season for me so that's that's all I got eventually I guess when I do end up talking about fall I got some good shit to talk about in fall so you can fall's a very good season with some very good shows at least for me fall has the potential like to have some of the best candidates for like anime of the year that kind of thing very easily strong candidates for that, at least in my opinion. But that's something to talk about, I guess, in another couple months. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that was the summer anime season, at least the summer anime season that I watched. (laughs) Um, Let me know what you enjoyed or didn't about the summer season. Let me know if there's anything that I'm like super missing out on. I can guarantee that I'm probably aware of it and at least in my own way, either decided not to watch it or you know, wasn't interested in it, but let me know. Maybe there was something that I am just really sleeping on here. Um, and I'll add it to the list. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were your impressions of the summer season? What shows did, uh, you enjoy most or did that surprised you? You know, let me know. I'm curious to see how other people viewed summer. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. You can follow my Twitter. I am doc pay for updates. And if you liked Occupied, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every review helps. I'll catch you next time.